0: Welcome, everybody, to Kingdom Talks. I've got Del Hungerford back, and we're going to talk about frequencies for teleportation. And we're both raising our eyebrows because we really have no idea what that means at this point. But we're going to find out later. We'll be right back after this.
1: Welcome to Kingdom Talks. We engage with leaders, teachers, creative artists, and everyday people in conversations to awaken listeners to new revelations of the Kingdom Age. All of our courses, community conversations, partnership links, and much more can be found on our website, KingdomTalksMedia.com. You can help us get the word out by liking, subscribing, and sharing with your friends. Now enjoy the conversation.
0: All right, so I'm back with Dale Hungerford. Dale, um, I know I kind of shocked you with the title, Frequencies for Teleportation. It's like, what the heck is that?
2: (laughs) I'm excited Uh, to learn about what?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, first of all, before we even dive into all this, seriously, uh, Dale, I know you've got a new book out, and you've got another book that has been out for a while, and we're going to go ahead and put these on our website so people can get access to them there. Uh, do you mind showing those books, telling us a little bit about them and um, uh, why people would want to purchase those?
2: Well, the first one, this is Accessing the Kingdom Realms. Um, this one, I think, was written in 2018. This was my journey into sonship. You know, I as I was walking in, it's a lot of me dealing with my own personal junk. Because we re- I realized that when we're on this journey, it's, yes, it's fun it's fun. It's exciting, but we get to deal with stuff that is holding us back from moving forward. And I actually tell some of my own stories in this book of how father did that with me and helped me understand how to reclaim things that were lost. Now, originally I did a book with Seneca and Alice called accessing your spiritual inheritance. I don't have that with me at this very second, but Maybe during the next break, I could go grab it if I can find it. Um, But this is just walking into Sonship and personal responsibility. And we forget that part sometimes. This one, Kingdom Shift, this one came out in December, on December 21st, first, twenty December 31st, 2020. And this was one of those things that actually... I wrote it in an ascended position over a three week period of time wow. and it was a culminating information that started at the restoration of all things conference in Colorado of 2020. Wow. And there, all these puzzle pieces just started coming together and voila this, and it was understanding the stepping into this next age. Right. What's, required of us what we have to let go what we have to step into in order to function as the new beings that we're being called to be so for example can you imagine at the time of jesus when you know jesus dies on the cross the veil is ripped in the temple and can you imagine all the priests went uh, 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 what's going on here now what do we uh, do what, what exactly? And they're all in that state because everything that they ever knew was completely from that moment on. Yeah. We're in that exact same position today.
0: Yeah. Oh, I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm, you know, even as a pastor who's come out of that and have, and I'm fully embracing this next stage that we've stepped into, Uh, you know, I'm, I'm still kind of, I'm not in a panic at all. None of that, but I'm scrambling to figure out All right, Father, how do I, you know, step into what you've called me to step into in this age? Uh, What does that mean? What does it look like? And I feel like he's given me a lot of keys. You know, one of the main ones being that, um, you know, the great leaders of this next age are going to be those that pull out from the body the value that's in them. So that's why we have the round table. We invite people to come because I want to hear what other people have to say. I don't want everybody hanging on, you know, words that I say as if, you know, well, Gil said... No, it's, it's, it's what we've all said. It's what we all bring to the table. And then we take the time to look at it to see how it comes together, even though it may look like it's going like this. It's like, no, 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 no. Let's look at this from a different perspective. If God gave this to you and God gave this to someone else and it looks like it's going like this, give it some time. Keep looking at it because it's likely to fit together in a beautiful way if you'll just take the time to look at it, you know, differently. So...
2: And I'm finding out, too, that people still look to the leader, that one person to lead them into whatever it is. This is all about personal sonship, stepping in as a son of God, son meaning mankind. But that means that we spend personal time, that we work through this stuff in our lives personally, that Yes, it's nice to have people who are at one or two or three or four or five steps ahead of us. But if we're looking strictly to that as our guide, then...
0: That's the key. key. Yeah, that's the key. Because I I do believe that there's always going to be... And I could be wrong. uh, But I do believe that there's going to be leaders and there's going to be teachers. Because there's people that have gifts. It's like when I invite people to the table, there's some people that are nervous to come to the table because they're not they are not articulate and yet fathers given them a download and the beauty of it though is is if they're willing to come and they're not afraid of being judged or condemned because they can't talk as eloquently as somebody else and 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 they're just bringing their peace that they would feel free to go ahead and just bring that peace no matter how it comes out and then comes a teacher and says I think what you're saying is this, 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 you know, and they put it in order so that people can see it, hear it, and understand it. It's like, that's beautiful, but we would have never known it had the person not been encouraged to bring it forth. And that's what I believe is out there is that there's so much locked into people who just have felt condemned, judged for their way of thinking or talking or whatever. And that we are able to create a safe environment so those people can come forth and share exactly what it is that Father's put in them. And that's, that's what I'm excited about. But so there, it may take a leadership format or something to create that environment. But in the end, the value has to be on the body, not on that one person or you know couple or whatever it is. Um,
2: yeah, and as I'm finding out, as I step into a deeper level of sonship, and I resonate God's love because, you know, that's where the frequency teleportation part actually would come in is when, as we are resonating who we are, yeah. we step into the center of Yadhe he We become one with Him, entrain, entangle with His love. It oozes out of every pore of our body. Literally, this is good oo- stuff. <laughs> and... So every time I drive around, I I'm, was driving to school the other day, and I'm asking, Father, how do I speak to the land? Mm-hmm. I mean, right now, we, a lot of places around the country have had lots of snow. We haven't. And we need that snowpack in the mountains to not have fires in the summer. Yeah. And Father yeah. said to me, release my love into the land. My love is sufficient. Because if you remember before Adam and Eve came and before we had the floods, the earth was watered from within. There was a mist that came up because it functioned from God's love. God's love is the answer. So I was seeing, okay, release God's love into the land. And as it does that, that is the nourishment that the trees and the plants and the rocks and everything need to sustain itself. Yes. We need forest fires. I get that. I mean, because that, I mean, but that's the fallen state. So if we see this in a non fallen state, and I'm driving back from work yesterday because I go on Tuesdays and Wednesdays, I'm like, what would that tree look like not in a fallen state? Just like me, as I step into Uh, sonship, I'm getting younger every day. Yes. I don't deal with sickness. As I become more in tune, with who I was meant to be, I am becoming what I was meant to be from the beginning of creation. Well, the trees, the rocks, the land is the same thing. Because I'm driving and I see all these down trees, I see broken tree branches, I see dead grasses. Those things are going to be the same way. They're going to come into sun, well, not sunship because they're not suns, but they're going to they're going to line up. This is where the restoration piece comes in. And when we release God's love into the land and let that flow from within, just like we're letting the love of God flow from within out of us, then it helps others step into what they're supposed to be. Also, because we're exuding is the word exude, right? We are resonating it yeah, from within yeah. us.
0: Yeah.
2: Does that makes sense.
0: Yeah, I like that. I like that a lot, um, and and especially when you, <laughs> when you started off with um, you know talking about the frequency within uh, enabling or helping or you know opening up you know the ideas of teleportation. I I, I want to just ask straight up, uh, what are your thoughts on teleportation? Period, and then I'll I'll, I'll share share some of my thoughts, and oh, I want to see it. if they line up at all.
2: I know I've done it, not necessarily cognitively, but I was at a conference. Now teleportation, give us the definition of teleportation real quick for those who don't understand it.
0: Okay, so uh, in, in, I guess what I'm referring to is teleportation as the idea that I can take my body and move it and shift it to another location. But I'm, I'm gonna kind of destroy that when I start sharing some other things that I just got some downloads on of the last few days. Uh, but that's been my initial understanding of teleportation. But that's going to shift a little bit.
2: I was at a conference or at a, at a vendor thing where I was a vendor selling music and stuff. And some lady came up to us and said, I have seen you before. You were uh-huh. at this. Mm-hmm. You were at this. You are a vendor here. And this is what you said to me. And I'm looking at her going, um, I don't remember that. And she was adamant that I was there. So I think, you know, we think that all has to be in our head. We have to know that we did this and that we know that we were there. But I know I have also been places, not my my consciousness doesn't know it, but my subconscious and my unconscious knows it because we don't always know what we're doing while we're sleeping. Now, as far yeah. as me sitting here talking to you and me teleporting somewhere else, that has not happened yet. Well, no i know that that when i was driving home to see my dad a couple christmases ago i lost a half hour of time
3: Mm -hmm.
2: and i don't remember getting it was you know he lives in missoula montana and i do not remember the time between saint regis and missoula it just is like i was in saint regis the next thing i know was in missoula so that might be another example and i didn't realize and i get there he goes you're early i'm like well (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, um, so I, I'm going to pull something up on my phone here because, uh, it, it, again, this download was just coming basically yesterday and today. And and here's the thing is for, for a good week or two, for whatever reason, Father has had me really focusing on teleportation. And I guess one of my frustrations are... Um, I guess we need to we need to define it a little bit better. What does someone mean when they're saying teleportation? Uh, because I'm going to share two different examples of it. But the people that talk about going in their body to another location, um, and I do believe it happens. I'm not saying it doesn't happen at all. Uh, I do believe it happens, but it's uh, you know it obviously is quite rare. But when people say, "Well, I know how to do that." And then, and then you say, great, I want to see it. Do, you know, go from here to the kitchen or, you know, whatever. It's like, you know, they've, they've got every reason in the world why they can't. And, and for me, this is just for me, I'm looking for the credibility in the people that say, well, it's happened. And I think it happened to me or it did happen to me because they have some evidence for it. Uh, that's all good, but I'm, I'm looking for, the level where Father takes us into a new realm where people are doing it as they want to or need to and that they can teach it to other people. I mean, We know Jesus did it. He walked through the crowd of people. He walked through a wall. Uh, You know, he was able to do that to some degree. But I'll I'll just share with you this encounter I had because it really kind of threw me for a loop um, in terms of... um, uh, what, what I was thinking and what I was wanting because it's like I've really been focused on this. So confined energy, which would be a frequency, right? Okay, so we are all confined energy. Everything is confined energy. You know, matter, No matter what it is, it, if it's a material object, whether we see it or not, it's confined energy because everything is made of energy. Everything is made of light. Everything is made of frequency, so has a frequency. And so therefore, um, uh, you know, I am confined energy. And so I was in this ascension with this group yesterday and in the middle of the ascension, I'm, I'm asking, it's like, how can I release the confinement of my energy? You yeah, know, this is, this is just what I was thinking. How can I release the confinement of my energy so that I can be completely uh, engaged with the Father? You know, so all my energy in the body that's confined gets released and I just enter into the Father. And then I am able to reappear in a new location, that would be teleportation. So I'm asking this, and this angel, who I really don't even know who it was, that's you know nearby, uh, you know I'm asking this, and the angel goes, "Why would you want to do that?" <laughs> and and just the the conversation that ensued was quite incredible. Um, so this was this was it. Um, I, so I engaged to see so I, so I asked how can I take my body with me to these places that we were seeing in the spirit like how can I take my body with me he responded back with a very puzzled look why would you want to do that so I was a little shocked I thought to myself why wouldn't I this is a big focus for a lot of people in this movement I mean seriously if I can teleport at will haven't I arrived and and he, he I, you know and I looked at him perplexed and he responded to my the vexation of his question he said, um, Your body, which you are calling confined energy, is the base and the foundation from which you are able to journey to all these other realms and dimensions. You have no restrictions. The thoughts and patterns that you see when you journey in the spirit to other places are other forms of confined energy. You are literally projecting yourself with different forms and levels of confined energy into those places. It's a fantastic and powerful means of travel omni-location that I can't do. Anyway, he goes on and points out that um, in you, in your DNA, are all the keys to all the realms and all the dimensions. Father planted these in the human race, and you can and are teleporting to other places. Your confined energy form is different, but you're there. Trying to take this confined energy form, our physical bodies, your base to the other realms, makes no sense in most cases. And he did say, in most cases, makes no sense. But that we have the ability to engage into those other places. So when I put the title up here, and just so everybody knows, Dell and I were talk, talking a little bit about the titles, and, and so I wound up just putting a title in. And uh, because I know that Dell knows about frequencies, and so in my mind, I'm thinking, you know what? I bet there's a frequency that helps us engage in this process that enables us to I don't know how you'd want to say it, this may not be a good word to use, but but how do how do we transcend our physical limitations and are able to use our our thoughts, our spirit, I believe, and engage ourselves into other realms, other places. And it may not look this like this physical form, but we can throw those confined energy patterns into those places. And I shouldn't say throw, but we engage them there so that we're actually engaged in those places. And that's how we see in the heavenly realm. So that was a lot.
2: <laughs> yeah. And, you know, as you're talking, I'm like, okay, that all made every. I mean, I would have to go back and remember all the key points, but that is part of the process. You know, um, and you're saying, I'm, I'm thinking of when we create the music it's weird. When I started creating all my music, I have this drone that's underneath everything, and it's, there's just this one note that goes underneath all of everything, and I'm like, okay, why is this? And he's starting to speak to me. That's that energy. That's locking into that frequency that all of the other stuff comes out of, and we think it's one specific frequency. But it might be this frequency this day, and it might be another frequency another day. Everybody wants everything spelled out for them, and that's not right, how. Right,
0: that's true. Yeah, yeah.
2: So on one day it might be the note C. Uh, you know, for example, my neighbor who had stage four cancer, she had she came over here and she did this sound bath thing, and you, she could feel all the cancer and everything moving, and she got this vision of God's DNA just blasting the cancer cells. Well, then she eventually had surgery. They removed all the cancer. And when she came back for another sound bath, those notes weren't working for her anymore. She wanted a different note the second time. And so we built in, and what I do is I play all the bowls and let them choose what note is resonating with them at that time. So when you're saying the frequency, there is a frequency that's going to work for some things at some time, but it might work for something else at another time. You entrain, you come into agreement with And then you partner with that frequency to do what it is that you're supposed to do or what that you're being called to do at that given moment. It might be different than the one that you had yesterday, which is interesting because there are certain days, because I have my music playing in my house 24 seven and certain days, a particular song, I'll engage with it one way. Then the next day it'll be something completely different because it's, there's a different purpose for a given day. and That I makes use,
0: a lot of sense.
2: Yeah, I, that's why I use my neighbor as an example. She ended up choosing a frequency this second time that had more to do with the note C, which was seeing, you know, coming from the heart of the father and the DNA cleansing. You know, I mean, think about it. When they did the surgery, they bathed her in a chemo bath. But she's really struggling with regaining her energy back. So I'm like, okay, so all of a sudden I'm seeing DNA cleansing as I'm doing this sound bath over her. And of course, recorded it in, in, in the process of preparing it. And then I'm thinking, okay, I really want to put this note all the way through everything else I did. So that goes back to what you were saying. You get in the frequency yeah. of what it is. Now, that is using a specific musical frequency, but an example that I share in the Kingdom Shift book is, is the very last chapter after I, you know, I'm talking about my moving and the whole eminent domain situation and all that stuff. This is, I had this vision about a year before I actually moved. I'm on the timeline. He takes me, Father takes me to all of these different places in the timeline where they're loading up, my, loading up the moving truck and moving this here. Then the next one where they're coming with the bulldozers and taking everything down. And then into the future. And so far, half of that timeline has already happened. Wow. As I yeah. saw in that vision. But I really, if you want to say it, was teleported to each of these places in on the timeline. And all of them were before any of the events happened. Now the events that have happened are the ones of me actually moving and coming to my new new location. I haven't seen the second ones yet, but that is a form of teleportation because I'm moving yeah. along the timeline of this particular event of the state building this highway. And me getting to see myself being moved and how it was done is exactly what happened. And this was even before the lawsuits were all over that were going on between the environmental group and the state. And I saw beforehand what was happening with that lawsuit six months before it even happened. So yeah. that is a form of teleportation, if I'm guessing, because you're on a timeline and you're seeing and participating in yes. these. Because he had me breathing over the timeline.
0: Absolutely. would agree. Would agree. I want to. Uh, we got to take a break. But when we come back, uh, I, I want to think about talk about. Um, is there p- possibly a frequency for each realm that we visit that is what is maybe opens up the the gate, the door, so that we can enter in. We'll 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 contemplate that when we come back.
3: Right after this, join us for several days of immersion into the heavenly realm with a practical, holistic approach.
2: I have some things
3: that I'm seeking father about. The focus is small group, relationally focused interaction for transformation.
2: Again, it's about relationship. The walls have come down and we're in this journey together.
3: I had framed
0: my spirituality here and you suddenly put the frame here. It's what we do at the retreats. That's the whole purpose is getting people set free and out of their limitations.
3: We will be doing life together, making food, Cleaning up, eating, exercising, meditating, ascending, learning together in a safe, fun environment. We found that this is the atmosphere where changes take place, implementing them into your lifestyle. I'm
1: very curious how all things look in a next age sense. There are just certain things that really speak to me.
0: Deeper subjects that I've really been passionate about. Tailored. All right, so I'm back with, Del, and uh, so I threw out that question just before we we went to the break. Is there one frequency for each different realm? I mean, is there, you know, is is there like a tone or a note? And and I'm going to ask everybody that's listening, too. um, Have you found that if you play a certain type of music, does it help you go to a certain place in the spirit Um, or not? You know, so, Del, what do you you think on that?
2: Well, as, as I pondered that over the break... I think of what's called, Ian Clayton calls it the bench of three, which is where you have, because the bench of three is a governmental authority. He uses the example of executive, judicial, and the legislative branches all have to work together to form a unit. So depending where your thoughts, your intents, and your actions, those create a bench of three. Thoughts, intents, and actions. Those have to line up with whatever frequency. And I believe that it can change from day to day depending on what those thoughts, intents, and actions are. Again, people want to put us in a box and say, this frequency does this. It might do that on one day, but it might be totally different on another day. And as I said before, I can listen to the same music every day as it plays in my house. And it's going to take me to a different place because my thoughts, intents, and actions are going to be different every time I listen to that music. Does that make sense?
0: absolutely does i I like that um so the thoughts intents and actions are actually creating a frequency and so each adjustments of those thoughts and intents and actions change the frequency and then that combined with the frequency of the music that you're listening to so maybe maybe there is a frequency that kind of helps guide someone toward that But if their thoughts, intents, and and actions are slightly different, which they probably would be, slightly different than they were the day before, then they might be struggling to enter in and wondering why. It's like, this music worked yesterday. Why isn't it working today? Well, it might be thoughts, intents, and actions. And so what would you suggest? I mean, I don't know if you have a suggestion, but what would you suggest if someone's trying to get back to the same place they were? And another question might be, why would you want to do that? Because we don't um, want to get stuck in places, that's for no. sure.
2: <laughs> well, see, one of the first things that, that, you know, one of the books that really was the most helpful for me was this one by Charles Capps in that C-A-P-P-S. It's called yes. The Tongue, The Creative mm-hmm. Force. I remember reading that book in the 80s, and, you know, I came out of the word of faith. So I understood the power of our words. But I also understand that words aren't, they don't just come from nowhere. There's always a thought that leads to an intent, and the intent is the word or the words. So when I see it, you've got this thought river that's going in front of you. I mean, think, think of all the thoughts that go through your brain every time. And we can choose which ones to pick out at that river at any given time. As we pick a thought, that thought breeds a desire and an intent. Then the intent is what forms the action, whether it's a word or a motion or something or other. And so that's going to change from day to day. Um, and so once we've got all that together and we've, we formed and then started putting that into an action of some kind or thoughts and intents into an action, then at that point, we entrain and entangle with the frequency.
0: Love it. Yeah. So You know, I guess another. So with all these variables, it's kind of like, for me, it brings up the idea of the multiverse, um, that every decision made by every single person, or you know, creates an entire new timeline of of another multiverse, which is just almost unfathomable, to think of all the different multiverses that could potentially be out there. But at the same time, thinking of that, it's never the same. So, our intents, our thoughts, intents, and actions uh would cause it to be different when you go back to a similar place. So you may actually be able, you know, I get to the throne of the father all the time, but you know when I get to the throne of the father, he's seldom, well, he's never doing exactly the same thing. He's it's always a, something is always different. Um if nothing else, we've moved forward in the time in A time, I'll say it that way. Uh, so there's always something different, and so every little frequency is going to change the the our existence. <laughs> and anyway, I just I, I find well, all this very fascinating.
2: You're thinking you're going back to the same place. You can go back. It, it's like you pick up a book and you start reading it. <clears throat> then you go back to where you left off and continue on. Yes, you're you're going to that place where you were last at, but you don't want to go backwards into it. Because you've already had that experience. You want to start from there and move forward to a new position in that. Which is why we keep revisiting our experiences so that we can learn more. Right. You know, as I said, as I, you know, this book, as I, it, I started out in a room, in an ancient document room in heaven, where there was all this paperwork that had all these titles. And I literally spent three weeks in this, now, this is even when I'm teaching lessons, and I teach lessons sometimes 10 hours a day. Wow. But I'm learning now that even in the midst of doing that, that I can stop and look, take a quick look. Okay, I'm still in the ancient document room. He's pointing out this document. And then I could come home, and then I would sit there. And from this position of being in this ancient document room, I'm on my computer Googling things. And then I'm hearing, okay, go Google this. Okay, go Google this. Now Google this. So it's like I'm sitting across the table from Father, who's I was and he was we we're having a discussion in the spirit while I'm doing something in the natural. And I don't think I mean that's living multidimensionally.
0: Yeah. Yeah. We're functioning I, I from it's...
2: two places at once.
0: Well, that's you know, something that you know that when the angel said to me, you basically have the ability to be omnipresent. And, and yet we, we want to take this foundational piece and we want to transfer the foundation somewhere. It's like, well, you know, again, the, the angel was perplexed. It's like, why would you want to do that? You have everything right here. This is your base. This is your foundation right here in the earth realm. And from here, you can go wherever you want to go. You know, it's, it's unlimited, you know, and the thing is, we don't know where to go for the most part, unless we hear it from somebody else or father invites us. So, you know, and, and we always hear about, uh, well, be careful that you don't wind up someplace that you're not supposed to be. And I think that can happen if you heard somebody else going to, to someplace and you decide you want to go there. Um, that that could possibly happen. So it is, to me, always best to ask Father. <laughs> uh, that's our third plumb line is ask the Father. You know, I heard so-and-so went here. Can I go there? Because uh, I, get, I get no's, you know, I wouldn't say often, but I definitely get no's from the Father at times where... I think I want to do something. And he's like, no, you don't want to do that. (laughs) I'm like, okay. (laughs) It's
2: it's like a two-year-old comes up and turns on the stove and says, can I put my hand on this? No, maybe you don't want to do that. I mean, a lot of times those no's, because he knows it's going to hurt us. It's like a father telling a three or four-year-old, you know, they're not going to understand until they put their hand there and burn themselves. I mean, as we mature, you know, I call it kingdom kingdom school. You know, we have kindergarten, first grade, second grade, third grade, all the way up, and there's levels of maturity <laughs> as we move. You know, I I I unfortunately I see a lot of what's going on in what we call this mystic movement, similar to the time of the Catherine Coleman Crusades, where people would go, "I want to get healed, I want to get healed," and they're not looking to the healer, they're looking to the yeah. woman on the stage oh, to yeah. do the healing. And yeah. so when they go and they They go into these ascension groups and they go into all these things. They, they want this thing for here. and Now I'm like, we have to learn to live in that position all the time.
3: Right.
0: And
2: I don't need Catherine Coleman or Gil Hodges or Del Hungerford to take me there. I can go there anytime I want. Absolutely. It's, it's be, it has to become a lifestyle and yeah. Frequencies or a launching pad, you know. For me, because I'm a musician, worship is a major key for me. I mean, in I would have never dreamed when I started this journey that six months after I started the journey, I'd be recording music, spontaneous instrumental music. You mean I'm a classical musician. I like I like my little black dots. I don't know if you can see these little <laughs> black dots, but I I, I like them.
0: Yes. Okay?
2: But I had to learn to step out of that and Father say, I can show you not that what you're doing isn't any good, but I can take that and expand upon that knowledge, learn to step outside of the box and do this. And as I opened myself up to something, I, you know, I had some experience with it, but not to the extent that I had reading sheet music. Then at that point, then once we're willing to take that first step, then there's another step and there's another step and it's, it's part of the maturing process. I, you know, I have never been a church leader. I've just always been a member of the praise team. I work a job, you know, I go to school, I do my teaching, I come home. I'm just like your, as I say, a basic B flat person, (laughs) (laughs) but father uses all of us. In the gifts and talents that we have. And we cannot look to any one person to fill that void for us.
0: Amen. To <laughs> use an old church phrase, word?
2: Amen. <laughs> and, you know, it's get on the journey, but at the same point, we have to be willing to let go of the things that no longer serve us.
0: Right. And I yeah. think that's and- hard. It, it, it can be, yeah. I think the whole concept of adapting or learning to live a, a life where we're holding everything loosely, we don't need the, the uh, certainty, you know, that's a whole paradigm shift. And obviously there are certain types of people that make that shift a whole lot easier than others because uh, the people that feel like they have to have control, which, you know, that's been a big part of my background. Um, it's really hard to let go. Or not want to see things and understand them and to know them. Because if I can't see it and understand it, then I don't have much control. Um, So that's been a big adaptation and an end and adoption of a mindset where I got to trust father. There really truly is no other way if I'm going to enjoy this journey and enjoy the ride. But to trust him and to know That he's taken me somewhere and I don't have to understand it all. I don't have to know it all. Certain things he's going to say, spend some time here, get to know this, get to understand it. But other times he's going to say, just come with me. Let's go.
2: Part of the process is going through things that are uneasy. You know, and I tell Mm -hmm. part of my story in the the Kingdom Ship book. I don't think I do anything in this one about the relocation. You know, when I, nobody wants to lose their home to eminent domain. But God used this whole process. I was introduced to territorial angels who helped me say, this isn't about you. You may think it's about you. Yeah, you're going to lose your home, but I have, the Father says, I have something better for you. I didn't, you know, the normal thing when stuff like that happens is just to get into fear. What am I going to do? How am I going to respond? But I had to learn to function in the courts. I had to learn to deal with the own junk in my life um, and learn to speak over the land and realizing that we think, okay, a highway project by a state, oh, they're just building a road. There's way more to it than that. You know, we don't realize, we think our little piece is just one tiny piece, but then we start looking at all of the other things. And this was not an easy circumstance, especially the last eight months, because I was given a budget, which was not anywhere near enough. They were making me move from a place that I had lived for the last 20 some years to a place that I didn't have a job, didn't know what job prospects were out there, didn't have a place to live. And I had to be able to do all this and not in a place of fear. You see what I'm saying? We are put in those situations because they're to help mature us. If we don't embrace the maturity process, then part of the journey it, it then we're not going to understand we have to understand the bigger picture
0: right well that I'm sorry do you have something else
2: uh that's it keep going
0: well I you know that to me has been a, a major major paradigm shift for me is the bigger story because to me father's shown me such such a bigger story that when it comes down to the contrast between good and evil, number one, I don't know that there is so much evil. It's just the contrast and the difference. Now, there is, don't 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 get me wrong, there is evil. There's certain things where I'm not going to stand by and watch it happen. But you know, when a, when a travesty happens or when uh, something happens that we don't like, it's not always evil. It's part of the journey. And if we didn't have the contrast of some of the the tougher stuff, we wouldn't know that we even had it good. Um... You know, because if we always had it good and there's no, nothing to contrast it to, then we don't know that we've got it good. But the contrasts help us see that we do have it good. And so these contrasts, when they come, father has, you know, you know, when my mom passed away, I engaged with the grief and I wanted to experience it to the best of my ability, because to me, that was part of life is experiencing the grief of losing someone and um, So, you know, I didn't have to look at it as this major tragedy type thing that just tore my life apart, but rather it was part of life and I'm going to engage with the grief and the other emotions that go with it and I'm going to let it go and just let it flow because that's part of the journey. And But, you know, when I look at it from this eternal perspective of understanding, these are all just little life experiences that we're going through nothing's the end of the universe, nothing's taking God down, <laughs> but rather I'm simply going through the experience and Father's in, me, in it with me all the way.
2: So. You know, all of life experiences, we can learn from them. I mean, I don't, I, I don't know if you know this, but I was in an abusive marriage um, and left that marriage in 1999. We were still married for the following year and finally divorced in the year 2000. And I actually wrote a book about that called, But Words Will Never Hurt Me. And I don't say a lot about it because that's not who I am now. Yeah. But if I had to go back and change it, I wouldn't. Because, number one, I can help people who've been in that situation. And I've actually matured because of Mm. that. I mean, he almost killed me. Yeah, I knew Mm. that if I would not have left the marriage, I would not be sitting here talking to you today. Mm. Um, And, of course, I didn't realize it until people had started saying, like, was he doing that that that, 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 you know, and I'm like, uh, <laughs> I was so numb and so out of it. It literally, and this process of stepping into sonship, father walked me back through some of that. Do you realize that, and I tell some of those stories in this book,
3: mm-hmm.
2: because I had not worked through some of that stuff. And I had some physical issues that were, were as a result of some of the emotional stuff that still was going on from that. Now, I noticed that once I started working through those emotional issues, then those physical symptoms kind of went away. I mean, I'm healthier now than I've been probably in 40 years.
0: Yeah, wow. You
2: know, um, I am on zero medications. I I don't have any major issues at all. And it's because I'm learning to step into the wholeness of who I am in Christ. But that comes with practicing on your thoughts intents and, and your actions, yes. realigning those with what, who God says. There's been several times where I've stepped into the Father's eyes. And he says, now I want you to look at your life through my eyes. That's good. And it's a totally different picture.
0: That's good. I love that. That's good. That's good. Yeah, I, you know, this whole movement of stepping into the heavens, and for me personally, it was a major uh, time in the courts of heaven That freed me up and and yeah you know I've I've got a book that I'm writing it's it's basically written it's in editing right now Um, and you know my wife had asked me to give my testimony in the beginning you know the foreword Um, and I'm like I can't do it the way I used to because that used to be my identity I mean how because I you know it it did I did I had a pretty messed up really messed up childhood (laughs) and uh, (laughs) um, and yet Man, now, people that knew me 10 years ago, they would have heard that story over and over and over. Um, but today, I don't I don't care to share it at all unless it's really going to help somebody, if it's going to benefit somebody. Because uh, it's not me. Like you said, it's not my identity. I don't need to keep sharing that and trying to get people's sympathy out of that because I know who I am in Christ. I don't need any of that. That was a challenge for me that I had that has left a lot of things that, you know, I had to grow through. And there's still some things that I still need to grow through yet. But um, uh, I wouldn't change it either. You know, it is what it is. And I am learning what I need to learn through it.
2: I I think that in this process, and this is, you know, goes back to the whole frequency thing. We have to <clears throat> honor where we have been. Yes. And see how Father takes that and turns it into something good where we can grow and mature and use that as a launching pad to the next thing that he has for us. Yeah. And I think that we forget that, that everything that has happened, you know, I got really frustrated when I did not get the job of my dreams. Like, Father, why, why did I go get a doctoral degree and then not be able to use it? (laughs) You know, um, and I had to work through that as well. But at the same point, everything we've done, there is a purpose for it. Yes, it's a training ground to launch us into something different and new that Father has for us. And if we don't embrace our trials, we don't embrace those things, and then see the beauty for the from the ashes. Right. You know, I mean,
3: it's that contrast. I,
2: <laughs> yes, and you know, I laugh. I say, I have twenty. 20- <laughs> pounds of mount st helen's ash that i saved from after the mountain exploded and we all collected wow. our ash and you can make beautiful stoneware out of that ash who huh. would think that ash could make something beautiful our lives are no different we've all yeah. had junk that's happened but there is beauty from the ashes amen <laughs>
0: That's good. Uh, Well, uh, we're going to take another break real quick. And then when we come back, uh, I want to hear a little bit more about the VST sound bass that you do and the meaning that you have and intent that you have behind this. So we'll be back right after this.
1: Hey there, thank you for joining Kingdom Talks. We want to take a short break to share with you the life-changing online course called Ultimate Impact. Gil and Adina do an amazing job taking the complicated and making it simple and applicable for your life. Ecclesia groups around the world are using this course to shift into Kingdom Age thinking. If you're ready to step into what Father is doing now, then this course is for you. Sign up today at KingdomTalksMedia.com under the Online Classes tab. Now, back to the show.
0: All right, I'm back with Dell and um we're going to switch gears a little bit because uh we were just talking uh during the break and the breaks always kind of suddenly abruptly end our conversations. <laughs> but uh anyway, uh Tell me what you're doing in the area of sound baths. I don't know if you do VSTs or anything like that, but tell, tell me what you're doing in those and how maybe maybe people wanna get connected with you. Uh, tell us how they can get connected with you and so forth.
2: Well, uh, I, have, I have several friends who are VST practitioners and I started talking with them and asking questions about the process just because father was showing me something to use with crystal bowls. And, you know, after doing a bunch of research and having messed around with them for, what, three or four years, I think now, um, you know, he started, he gives us all these puzzle pieces and all of a sudden, then, then your puzzle, the picture emerges and that started Mm -hmm, happening mm -hmm. in the fall of 2020. And he was like, okay, I want, because everything is a process and part of your picture is, is to help people help themselves. What I wanted to do was to provide an, or what I want to do is to provide an experience where people can engage and engage and engage and engage. So I, he has shown me using crystal bowls, using musical intervals, using the properties of specific notes based on the musical frequencies of the Hebrew letters. Um, All of that stuff he's been speaking to me about for quite some time. And so what I am in the process of doing is is developing a sound bath where it's a 20 minute sound bath that I give people. You can do it in person. You can come to my house and I'll do it in person or you can get it online and I record everything. Then I send you the recording with some affirmations or decrees and declarations. And that's where your part comes in. When you go to the doctor and he gives you an antibiotic, what do you do with it?
0: Hopefully, you take it, and you take it until it. it's done.
2: You take it until it's done. <laughs> this is where, you know, taking ownership in the process becomes in. That's where the bench of three comes in here. We're taking that. you take the music, you take my intent, and you take your intent. You pair them together to create that government governmental authority of wholeness over your system. So the part is, is I send you the recording. And I send you the affirmations that come up through whatever you say on the sheet when you request it and what I sense, hear, feel, and then look at the intervals that I played, look at the notes that you chose, put all of that together, and then you engage with that just like you would when you're taking your antibiotics or antibiotics or whatever on a daily basis. And you sit there and you listen to this and you say, I wrap myself in creator's love, hope, and, and then get a visual of what that's like. And I use the word creator because this is for non-believers as well. And because I know, I took a whole week off and trained somebody, and we're calling these frequency immersions, because I'm working on training people how to do this. Um, and I brought everybody I work with, because I work at the local animal shelter in the thrift shop. Everybody that I work with came over and did it. And we practiced on them. And all of those, not all of those, some of our practice sessions that we would do at night, I put up on my YouTube channel for people to engage with just for fun. Um, We created the affirmations, we sent them to them, and I'm getting some really good feedback. And I think it's because they are themselves engaging the process. It's not like you go and you get a sound bath and you turn around and you leave, and it's great for a day or two, but then what happens on the third day? How do you re-engage? With the experience, yeah. my piece is I want to help you yourself walk into wholeness and healing, but that's going to come with you engaging in the process. Does that? So that's Good. what I'm trying to do.
0: Well, and you know, back to the frequencies for teleportation, um, I have heard so many stories of people either in sound baths or VSTs that seem to drift off and go places while they're in those in those states. Um, I'm just curious if you have anything to add on that or say to that.
2: Yes, I see that all the time, especially in um, a lot of times, you know, people will share with me when they come to my house. I always say, okay, what did you see since here feel during that? And my neighbor, remember, I shared that she, mm-hmm. she actually went and was watching God's DNA blast the cancer. Yeah, wow. And so because of that, when mm-hmm. I recorded it for her, she was able to listen to the recording and go back to that same spot and every time visualize bam, 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 this cancer being blasted. She no longer has cancer. Yeah, wow. It's clear. They took out 22 pounds of tumors wow. out of her gut. And wow. she, it, And I know that it had to do, yes, the music was part of it, but she engaged with the music. She was the third in the bench of three that brought the governmental authority into our healing process
0: to me that engagement is 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 faith i mean because without the action there's there you're really just you're believing something but you really haven't put your uh, your, your your money where your mouth is so to speak <laughs> but when you put your action into it you're engaging faith which i i believe has a tremendous effect on whatever we're intending toward so what
2: I do is is I create the sound bath. You know, if you order it in line, you pick your bowls. Then I create the sound bath and you give me some information. Then I go do it and then I render it so that it's a really nice sounding audio file. Send it back to you with the affirmations for you to practice so that you can walk in wholeness. But it's, it requires you to do something. And that's what I, I like. I love
0: that. So uh, each one is individually done for that person specifically.
2: And yeah. I think it's, I have it a, at $119 on the website because it takes about an hour and a half from beginning to end. Because it's actually a 20 minute long sound bath. Mm-hmm. Then it takes time to render the files and do all the audio and all the stuff and then choose the affirmations. Then I email them to you with instructions. I mean it's really a pretty large process and i don't think anybody else is doing this yet it's just my piece because i want to help people grow yeah that that seems to be the piece that father has given me
0: awesome awesome um wow i'm trying to figure out you know what everybody we're going to take another break and then we're going to come back a very, very short amount of time, but you're going to want to come back for that, for what we're coming back for, because I just got an idea. And I'm going to talk to um, Dale about it on this 30-second break, and then we'll be back and to, to share what we come up with. All right. Be back in just a few seconds.
3: And Ecclesia is family doing kingdom business. When you join an ecclesia with Kingdom Talks Media that is going through the Ultimate Impact series, this is what a typical week might look like. During the week, you'll watch the Ultimate Impact teaching videos based on that week's topic. Each video is about 10 minutes long, followed by a time for you to shift focus into the heavenly realm, allowing Father to guide you into further revelation. Once a week, you'll gather with your ecclesia group in person or most likely through Zoom conferencing to typically do two things. One, relate with each other as you share insights about that week's topic. And two, shift focus into the heavenly realm as an ecclesia to practice engaging Father together. Week after week, you and your ecclesia will gain new perspectives through the teachings, discussions, and your experiences individually and together in the heavenly realms. All right,
0: I just had to clear this with Dell. But so, because you stayed to the very end, <laughs> those of you listening right now, um, uh, basically, Dell is going to offer that $119 package where you can. Uh, go to her and have her do a specific sound bath for you uh, that she'll do that for $99. We'll set something up on our website and we're going to send all that to her. So we're not going to keep any of it. But just for you, the listener, if you want uh, to engage with what Dell's doing, you can uh, go to our website. You'll get that information so that you can get it for $99. And that's just a special thing for watching it and getting it on Kingdom Talks and Dell Thank you for offering that, and just FYI, she said, "But I don't know how many I can handle. <laughs> so uh, you may want to be number one, a first come first serve uh, and just know that it may take her several weeks to get to you, but I'm sure she'll communicate with you to let you know where you're at and and um, as she has said, she does have other work that she does, so she can't put all of her time into doing these, but uh, uh, is, is that good, Dell?
2: That sounds absolutely bodacious to me. <laughs> I had to get that word in at least once during this time. That's my favorite word.
0: <laughs> all right. All right. Well, anything else? We got like uh, two or three minutes.
2: Uh, wow. That, we covered a lot of material we did. today. I, I guess if there's one thing that I can encourage people is, is there are things in life that are not going to be easy. Embrace them. Ask father, how can I mature through this? How can I still be in a place of rest and peace and joy in the midst of what stinks in life? Had I not done that in the eminent domain situation, I would not be in the house that I'm in. And I can say that the neighbors across the street from me did not fare so well. And I think it's because of the negativity that they surrounded themselves in. I cannot stress enough how important it is that in the midst of a circumstance don't lose your joy don't lose your peace and stay in that place of rest
0: i'm a hundred and ten percent agreement with you love that thank you my well, parting words <laughs> <laughs> now Dell, do you have time to do something on the behind the scenes section sure um, okay so if you would like to hear more of what Dell's going to bring and and maybe we'll i don't know we'll, we'll figure I, I got some ideas already so um we're, if you want to see what else Dell has to say on the behind-the-scenes section, then go to kingdomtalksmedia.com. That's also where you're going to go to uh, get that package deal, $99. We will uh, put something up. Um, it'll be under the uh, courses. And so, if you go to courses and look for Dell, then we'll have her package there for you for that, and also probably have her books up there for you too. Uh, digital copies of those books, yes. So, All right. Well, uh, thank you. And again, also, if you want to be part of the uh, behind the scenes section, it's $10 a month. You go to KingdomTalksMedia.com, go over to the easy button tab, drop down to the behind the scenes section, click on that, and you can sign up and you'll be part of the behind the scenes members who get to see the stuff. Well, actually, you get to see all the shows early and you'll get to hear what they have said behind the scenes as well as what Dell's going to say. Um, so you'll want to stay tuned for that all right love you all blessings Dell. Thank, thank you so much you. for being on here it's been a joy a great joy
2: it's always a good time
0: it is all right take care everyone bye-bye
1: thank you for taking time out to listen to that kingdom was talks
2: that was you can head. find
1: out more about kingdom <laughs> like, talks media well that was and our teddy he come up and, dug his and, his and, like, and yeah. grow so as mature like, sons yeah. at kingdom talks Media.com. well at least i don't
2: have one on my lap which is typical
1: please continue to like subscribe and share with your friends you can find us on facebook (laughs) i think every every time that we've had the worldwide gathering itunes Fringe radio network and many more places go to our website to find links to all of our media outlets as well as fantastic online courses and conferences including the life-changing interactive course ultimate impact and last but not least we ask that you consider partnering with us to fulfill the mission to get so, these messages to the world. Just to throw world.
2: something out, I do know to that eventually I'd like to come back to your guys' direction at on some our point website. and do something. So Thank you. I wouldn't even mind next at some time, point doing some stuff a person. Life. I just don't know.
1: Us in What's your happening
2: is a senior school is out. So I'm beginning this construction project and we're turning my house in my place.